Welcome to the Taylor and Jen podcast. Mornings with Taylor and Jen. And this is Jeremy. Jeremy, I know a few Jeremys. Hi, guys. Which Jeremy would this be? <laughs> Jeremy Camp. Oh, oh okay. okay. I think we can find some time to chat with oh, you. Oh, you're so disappointed. <laughs> it was the, oh. oh. We're really hoping know. for Jeremy Riddle today, but, but we'll sell with Camp. <laughs> oh, my. Hey, listen, he's a rad guy. So yes. He's very talented. <laughs> he's a rad guy. Rad? Are we bringing back yeah, the so, word rad? Yeah, I've been living in California, so uh, rad is, oh, is in the vocabulary. Good to know that. <laughs> oh, okay, so we got to ask you a question, because uh, Taylor and I do the morning show here, and uh, we were chatting with our uh, listeners recently about grandparents, because I heard this super great yes. podcast by Jerry Sitzer. I don't know if you've ever read his book, A Grace Disguised, but it's one of the best books uh-uh. I've ever read. Um, anyway, you, you yeah. should, uh, especially, you know, considering you've gone through grief in your life and and Jerry has yeah. too, and it's the best book of, on grief I've ever read. Uh, but he was doing a podcast wow. and he was talking about how as a grandparent, he has rediscovered what the term delight means because he completely mm-hmm. delights in his grandkids, even when they're being bratty. And Taylor and I oh. said, well, that's because grandparents let grandkids get away with anything <laughs> and everything. Do you remember getting away with stuff with your grandparents or have your kiddos gotten away with stuff with their grandparents? Um, both, actually. I do yep. remember. It's always one of those things where it, it always has to do with food, too. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. You go over and eat whatever you want. And I remember one time I felt bad because my mom and dad were watching my kids and they were little and they let my daughter just eat whatever she wanted and she got sick and threw up. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, mom and dad, that's why we have rules. They're like, but we don't get it. I'm like, okay, fair enough. Like, I get it. You know what I mean? Can you believe moment, it? You're like, mom yeah. and dad, that's yeah. why we have rules. Don't you remember doing this to me? <laughs> exactly. You got upset when I did that. That's amazing. My children had never tasted root beer or pop or soda, whatever you call it, of any kind until my father introduced them to it when they were like toddlers. Oh my, that's about right. That sounds yep. about right. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Check this out. Yeah, yeah. exactly. They're like, mom, you've been holding out on me. And, they were, and he was like, shh, don't tell your mom. I'm like, dad. Oh, yeah, totally. yeah. Exactly, oh, yeah. Exactly, exactly the comment. I, I got the don't firstborn thing where it's like, we're not going to give him candy until he's five years old. But then my brother, oh, yeah. you know, a baby in my grandfather's arms is already munching down on a Snickers bar. <laughs> Munching down on the Snickers. Yeah. First taste just of Snickers. Visual for some reason. Yeah. The visual made me laugh. Just, okay, anyway, so sorry. I know your son is close to middle school, isn't he? Yeah, he, well, he'll be in fifth grade. Okay, okay. Uh, but tell him the middle school story. Oh, it was a text message from some teacher that just like sums up what it's like having children in middle school. And the message said, hey, I never expected to send this text message today, but your son got bit on the tongue by a turtle because he was holding it up to his mouth and pretending like it was a sandwich and he was going to eat it. (laughs) And I just thought, if that's not like a story that like, this is clearly a 12 year old boy, like that's that sums it all up. Dude, it's incredible how accurate that is. I just I think about my, my son and sometimes I'm like. 
what were you thinking? He's like, <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't. <laughs> it sounded like it was fun. <laughs> Do you have one of those what were you thinking stories that would, that would uh, be safe to share? Well, there's times where, where I've stopped him from doing those things where I'm like, what do you think you're doing? He's like, well, I was going to jump off the roof into the pool. I'm like, that's not, that's not smart. Like, like, you can't do that. I said, I don't think you'd even make it. He's like, oh. oh. Like, I've had those stories. Legitimately, he was going to jump off the roof into the pool. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I think here. every boy at a certain age has thought, I should jump off this roof. Like, oh, somehow. Yeah, absolutely. And I've never had to say that to my girls. Like, no. hey, don't jump off the roof in the pool. Like, never. Like, it just doesn't happen. Yeah, that's a boy thing. <laughs> it's that. Yeah, 100%. It's that wild at heart that's stuff. Isn't wild it? at heart, yes. <laughs> and I love it. I do love it. Okay, so let's chat about, number one, we got to chat about the fact that, um, your daughter joined you on stage and sang with you, which I'm sure was pretty uh, amazing. Yeah, yeah, golly. that was a, a tearjerker. You know, we've we've done worship together at church. We've done little things here and there, but she's like, Dad, she's going to um, Eastern Europe to, to Georgia for a, mm. a mission school, and she's like, before I go to Georgia, I've always just wanted to sing with you at a show. Oh my I was goodness! A hundred percent, yes. Yeah. And so she walks on stage. It's the, it's the last song of the night, and I call her on. And I just start, you know, speaking into her life, just kind of kind of sharing about kids and, and watching them grow up and loving Jesus and how she's taking a step into trusting the Lord of going to Georgia. And it's anyway, and I just start losing it. Like I'm bawling and I'm like, she's crying. And literally everybody in the audience was just bawling. It was just this kind I'm of sure. moment. Oh, yeah. It's been one of those really emotional having to trust in the Lord because for a while you're like, okay, you sure you weren't? Thinking it's Atlanta, Georgia, and not Georgia and Eastern <laughs> Europe. Like, hey, are we we positive we heard the right thing because you know right now you think about the war going on Russia yeah. Ukraine. Russia invaded Georgia about, t- about ten years ago, I think. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, Dad, I, I trust in the Lord, and like mm-hmm. I know I'm called to do this. So. And I'm like, all right, I did teach you that. Yeah. <laughs> I, better, I better abide by what I've taught you about trusting the Lord. In August, we always chat with our listeners that are having to let go. Um, we yeah. usually bring on some yeah. parents that are having to let go of their kids in various situations. I have a friend who's her, her daughter and son-in-law and one-year-old grandson just left for overseas to be missionaries. And this was what she said to me, and I thought it was so interesting. This is their calling, but it's not mine. And, yeah. and she was having a hard time with it, even as a believing mother. I mean, my friend Lauren has been a, a Christian and a good one for 40 years, but she struggled with letting go yeah. of her daughter to the mission field. Right. That's a natural parental thing. And God has entrusted us with our children. There's a point when they leave that says, you know, man leaves a father and mother and women become one and then they they leave. And so she's done really what she's called to do, uh, raising her, you know, child um, to love Jesus. And now it's letting her go and learning that. And even though it's something that doesn't feel like, well, I, I can't do this. I'm not, but that's, this is not for you. Now it's her life. Right. And I know for me, it's like, I, I've had to go, this is not about me at all. This is actually about now I've handed them over to the Lord to say, God, they're yours. There's a point when you have to be excited about them independently saying, God, I'm going to have my own walk with you and do what you called me to do, despite what anybody else thinks. On one hand, you just have to be so proud oh, yeah. 
And on the other hand, yeah. you've got to be so scared and worried. Yeah, especially when you're, you're knowing that there's an unrest over there in yeah. Eastern mm-hmm. Europe. You're like, all right, God. I don't know. I've, I've battled with fear all my life. And I think a lot of it stems from my testimony and losing my wife to cancer. I think mm-hmm. there, there's been this trust and fear thing that's always been yeah. there looming. And God's been slowly chipping away at that in my life. And it really has, because I've had moments of breakdown, like literally like panic attacks and breakdown. And then God has, I think, just chipped away to get to these points like this, when you're able to let go and say, God, it's out of my hands. Literally, it's I'm not in control. You should write a song about that. I know. I know. I just said that and I was like, it's not what I, <laughs> it was not a shameless plug. But <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go rewind the tape and see how many others are in here. Well, we're just getting started. So. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, we were going to get there well, because please. I well, think please. it's interesting. I didn't think you guys were allowed to do this, but you pick favorites. You say this song might be one of the, your favorites that you've ever done. Yeah, there is something about this. And I think the pandemic really kind of, and I hate, I hate always referring back to that because, was, but you know, this whole album I wrote was during that time. Yeah. So that for me, it relates to that and all the kind of struggles and thoughts that I was going through. I think this song for me was one of those like, it's the gospel for one. Mm-hmm. So you have like this whole kind of gospel presentation of, you know, in second Corinthians five seventeen that says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. Mm-hmm. The old things have passed away and behold, all things have become new. And I think about just this people that are stuck in this spot of feeling lost and abandoned. And I'm, I'm watching so much turmoil going on in the world and still, still am. And so many people feeling just like they're not seen and feel like, the dreams of things that they always thought are just come crashing down. And it's like, is God done with me? This is a song that I pray breathes life into people where they know that he sees them. And that, that bridge that says, he loves you. He loves you. He loves you. Like mm-hmm. that's just over and over again. It just says that. And I think it's this overwhelming understanding that you are seen by God and he's not done with you yet. Mm-hmm. And I think that this whole kind of time of feeling like we've all been stuck in a spot just the reminder of God sees exactly where you're at and he loves you and he's not done with you. And that's, I think for me, why just this resonates because it can resonate with me too, going through things where you're just like, am I, am I done? I feel stuck. And God's like, I will breathe life into you. I see you. And it's like, okay. And I do, I feel like for me, when I wake up and I'm like, okay, God, fresh new day, you know, steadfast love of the Lord never ceases, you know, his mercies never come to an end. They're new every morning. I'm like, cool. I'm just getting started, brand new day, and like I can, whatever happened in the past, no. Like, I'm, I'm done, I'm moving forward, asking for forgiveness and moving forward. So there's a lot of, just to me, there's so many elements to that song that I think for nowadays are just relating in my own heart, and hopefully in other people's hearts as well. But I just felt like it was a song that came out as just an encouragement. I, I think a lot of us in that time had things happen in our life, whether it was losing a job, losing a relationship, something like that. Those are the types of things yeah. that we like to build up to be, well, this is the end of my story. And it's all brokenness from right. here on out. Um, and I think that's been, there's just a tenderness to that song that is just kind of that reminder that God's going to carry on to completion what he began in you. Amen, amen, and amen. I love that. And he so chooses good. He chooses the point of completion, not us. Yes, <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so just one real quick, because I'm a girl, I want to know, how's your how's your wife doing with her oldest leaving? <sighs> she's 
she's more of the like, I'm not really trying to think about it too much right now. She yep, loves denial. Not, denial is just yeah, like me. It, <laughs> yeah, and I think she's like, I'm just not going to go there yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think she's prepared her heart is definitely. She's not like, she knows it's happening. It's yeah. just more, I don't want to talk about it and wish it away. Yeah. I'm like, good yep. point. You know what yep. I mean? And so I think that, you know, she's trying to find that healthy balance of not thinking about it, but but preparing her heart for it. Does that make sense? Yeah. So like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. How do, and it's a hard balance. Yeah. Because you're right. It's the like, okay, there's the denial part of it that can easily, <laughs> anybody, I, I can even get there. Mm-hmm. And there's a like overly waiting, anticipating, talking about every day, like, you know, I'm going to miss you. It's like, hey, yeah. I three months here. Like, yep. Right. Just like, be present yeah. where you are. By denial, I mean, I don't think about it until it's happening. Yep. Like with my, when my yeah. son, who is my baby, when he graduated from high school last Saturday night, I didn't think about it until it happened. Right. That's where it's just trying to find that, that spot of just not wishing it away, but kind of staying in the moment. Okay. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I would get you there. I knew I could do you it. You can't get around that one. <laughs> I was like, I heard, like, you. Oh I heard you dancing. I, I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed for myself. You right just now. name your songs really relevant phrases. <laughs> well, because, because that's I've lived my life, you know, writing songs. Oh, man. <laughs> I still believe you that's can do an interview hilarious. without... Without uh, coming in on one. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, Jeremy, we could talk uh, to you all day. We're always looking forward to when, when we have an interview with you. Always a blast to hear from you, man. Thank you. You're hilarious. All right. So fun. I appreciate you guys so yep. much. The Taylor and Jen Podcast is a product of Northwestern Media, a ministry of the University of Northwestern St. Paul. You can hear more from Taylor and Jen weekday mornings online at life1071.com or on the Life 107.1 app.